You need to be somewhat prepared for basic stuff because for the first bit, you're by yourself. You guys have pointed out many a times that we are our own first responders, and this was a classic case of that. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my partner on the show and partner in life, Glenn Tate. Hello and good morning. We have a great show, but before we get into that, we wanted to tell you some announcements that we have. First of all, show, this is cool. Tell the story about last night. Give the setting and what happened because... We're not, we don't think of ourselves as like famous or anything, but something really cool happened. And go ahead, tell the story. Well, we were at my son's football game, which high school football game. High school game. football game. Yeah, he's not going to Friday Night Lights. It's so oh, American. It's so, fun. it's so amazing. It All was the kids had cowboy hats. So fun. Oh, so cool. It was just Americana. It was so fun. And we've enjoyed doing this being in our new location. And uh, someone came up to us, and I'm sure she's listening. And I was like, hi. We had no idea Glenn who she was. Shelby, you're here. And it's great to have authors here. And then, like, the game started. She scooted off. And I'm like, What's Do you know it? her? Yeah. And I asked you, Do you know? No, I don't. I thought it was a friend. We have a, a, a listener who lives in our town. And I thought, Well, it must be his wife. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, what just happened? Kind of a deer in the eyes, yeah. Because it never occurred to us that she would simply hear our voices. And believe me, if you've ever been to a high school football game with Shelby, you will hear her voice. Like she's screaming, she's rooting on her son, she's making sure the refs know what their job needs to be. She's making, I mean, she's she's loud, which is fine. I mean, it's a great place to be loud. So it never occurred to us that this person who listens to the show would hear our voices, primarily your voice, and voice recognize us and come up to us. But guess what happened? And then she came up to us a little later. We got uh, during halftime, got to chat chat a little bit more. Super sweet gal. Yeah, she's been in the area a few years. Yeah, I. This is the kind of community <laughs> I want to develop. And so, yeah, she was being very nice and respectful. And then I just everyone, you've heard my son's. On the show, yeah. several of you have met him. He's Joel. Come, Joel, he's come to the preparedness expo that we're going to be at here in a few days. Um, he was injured in yeah. the game last night. And Went I, to the ER. Yeah. Funny no. story about that. So I'm tootling to the ER at about 90 miles an hour. And then I realized that in Montana, that's actually not that much over the speed limit, first of all. And second of all, when I dropped you guys off at the ER and I went back to get the gear I was driving 90 miles an hour in like a 25 residential area just because I was used to driving really fast. It's and kind I called, of addictive. I called uh, Deputy Keegan Williams and I told him that story and he goes, oh yeah, after a high speed chase, yeah, I totally drive fast afterwards. It's like something you got to control. So I thought that was funny. That was pretty funny. So uh, just to let y'all know, at the moment when you know you see me running out, uh, now running out, it sounds like I'm an hysterical woman, but, go- but going to him at the sidelines. Got to right there in front of the whole community, sit there and take care of him. He's fine at the time. It was kind of scary, but Joel is good. Not a broken arm. Not a broken arm. We really thought it was. Um, And he will not be at the preparedness expo because he's got a game. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. That was fun. That was fun. So voice recognition. We also wanted to mention, this will be the last time we mentioned this, um, the Panhandle Expo in Sandpoint, Idaho, which is an amazing, fun, cool thing. If you're... Anywhere within a couple hundred mile radius, you should really come. It is October 2nd and 3rd, which is a Saturday and a Sunday. Sandpoint, Idaho. It's on the web. You can find the details for it. We're going to be there. Tons of people are going to be there. It's kind of like a homecoming every year. We, we see people that we haven't seen for a year. And we're going to have all kinds of cool merch, all kinds of sweatshirts and T-shirts and cool stuff that a lot of you... Our books. You can get books signed. Books signed. Yeah. And if you have you know all 10 of mine or all three of hers... Bring them, and we'll get the Sharpie out. And then uh, after signing, you know, 10 books, I I try to come up with something clever to say instead of just signing it. And after 10, it's really hard because I only got like seven or eight clevers in me, and then I'm done. So, but that's a lot of fun. So we, we highly recommend it. You'll, so much fun. You learn a lot. You'll get energized. Yep. You get energized. And then I simply wanted to mention Pam Radio, PAM-radio.com, electronic flashcards that I developed tons of links in them to helpful resources and products 
and you can learn comms. You can check that off your box. A lot of prepper sync communications, radios is you know super complicated. You need to be like a scientist or something. Not at all. If I can do this, anyone can do this. Um, by the way, I took in college, I took the same math class, Math 101, as the football team, if that gives you any idea how good I am at math and science. It was great. On Monday mornings, I would look over to the guy next to me in my math class and say, hey, Reggie, great game Saturday. So that's when you know you're terrible at math is when you <laughs> when you talk to <laughs> the, the football players. players are sitting next to you. You know you are no good. So anyway, it's very easy to do. It takes about 45 minutes to run through these cards. You learn a ton. Get a copy. You can share it with your team. It's great. P.A.M. Dash radio dot com. Well, now I think it is time to introduce our guest. We're going to hear from Nick. Nick is a listener, very avid listener, and he had a harrowing SHTF experience, what we call a personal SHTF thing, because it's not like the whole country was plunged into darkness, but Nick sure was. So, yeah. Nick, take it away and and tell your story. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Shelby. July 29th. Uh just a normal Thursday, just watching TV, and weather alerts came up, and we're not from my, my, my area. And my grandson's five years old watching the storm outside. Was, and I tell him, I'm like, dude, get away from the window. And next thing I know, I'm like, everybody's at the bathroom. We didn't make it that far. And then, boom, that's where the world changed. Turns out we got hit with an F3, very strong F3 tornado. <clears throat> got it. Yeah. Um, it touched down at the car dealership uh, that's behind us. And actually what caused the damage to our house was the debris from the uh, automotive side of the, the repair base side, the big exhaust fans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that came crashing through the roof. Um, in through the living room, which we were all in. It's my dad, who's 72, me, I'm 53, my my son, who's getting ready to go to work, and like I said, my five-year-old grandson, you know. And my dad never made it out of the living room. Um, he had a piece of the ceiling fall on him. But the good thing out of everything, everyone was safe. We're banged up and bruised, but, you know, I mean um, – I, I was only thinking when I told my grandson to move away from the window, a busted window. That's mm-hmm. you know because the wind was so so bad. I didn't think something was going to come flying through my my roof. You know, right? You didn't think exhaust and, uh, fans from industrial size exhaust fans would be <laughs> flying through the air, slicing up whatever got in their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Had we had I not not happened because it came in through the bathroom window. Um, I was came through the through the roof. I'm sorry, and the path it took it came in through the living room into what was my what was my bedroom. So I was on the couch when that happened. I mean, it would, would have been on the couch when that happened, and I don't know what would have happened. Hmm. I, I definitely probably be laid up somewhere at the very least, if not worm food. Um, so wow so so here you're so here you are I'm gonna I'm trying to picture being in this situation you're now standing in rubble standing sitting laying you've just been hit by and I'm sure there's an amazing amount of noise and just loudness then what because now you're in darkness I'm assuming so what's going on at that point well, actually, I didn't hear anything. I couldn't for the first what seemed like forever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, um, I couldn't hear anything. I'm yelling at everybody else, you know, like checking on them, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting a response. But here it is, is you know, my auditory sh- sh- shut down. I guess as a protective yeah. measure. Um. Okay. Now it's dark. You know, it's raining. Um. We, we go to get out of the house. We can't because um, we live in a manufactured home uh-huh. and they ha- they have fiberglass stairs. So they disappeared. Oh, I'm sure um, they were in the next county. I'm sure. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So 
And then so we were, okay, we'll go out the back door. There's a, we have, we have a ramp that was put in for my dad because he has mobility issues. <clears throat> well, we can't get out that way because the ramp is gone. Mm-hmm, right. So my son, he, he jumps down. I'm like, go to the shed, grab, a, grab the, if the shed's still there, grab a ladder. We'll keep, we can use that to get down, you know, because like right. I can get down, my grandson get down, but my dad's not getting down. And, um, so, uh, so you're the, getting, um, so you're getting out of the rubble is what I'm picturing, right? Oh yeah. It was whoever invented blow fill insulation, <laughs> they need to be, they need to be, they need to be like hung up because it's just when it everywhere. happened, mm-hmm. I turned, I turned around, I was facing the bathroom. I didn't make the bathroom. I turned around and it was a blizzard. And it was the it was the blow fill insulation just mm-hmm. everywhere. So now it's we're breathing that. Um, my my son had some breathing problems. Um, so it's raining. It's snowing. It's it's yeah <laughs> exactly dogs, right. You know, rain. Um, I, I I didn't realize at first the damage. Right? Because is it dark? Is it completely dark? Well, it's dark, and um, I, I mean, I'm more worried about. You know, other. Pe- I'm worried about the people, and right. I'm, you know, worried about my son, my dad, my grandson, um, because like I knew I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> and it was only a matter of of minutes, and then went there, but it felt like an eternity. It mm-hmm. really did. We get out of the house. All right. Um, the neighbors. We there's four or five other neighbors okay. that live in our little area of the park. And uh, so everybody's out of the houses now. Everybody's checking on each other. Uh, it's like I said, it's, it's dark uh, now. Um, the property owner has showed up, or one of the property owners showed up, and um, we got down wires everywhere. Uh, well, uh, well, one of the questions I want to ask you because we had emailed about this is it is dark, and this this yes. happened after dark. And when something like this happens, there's instantly no light. Your, right. your, I'm going to toot your horn for you, Nick. You're the one who had a flashlight on him. Yep. Everyone laughs at me because I always carry yeah. it's this little one right. uh, double A battery that I, I always carry with me everywhere. I have it in the car. I have them around the house because you just never know. Right. You just never know. And here I am. It's not the brightest thing in the world because it's one, you know, but it's something. It's some, and like yeah, and when you're in pitch black, a little double A battery flashlight is better than nothing. Plus, you can use that low powered light to find other flashlights. Exactly, so exactly, and that's what we did. Like I keep a I keep a two max cell uh, light in my car, so we were able to get that out, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just weird how, um, like, I've gone camping. So I like it's not like I've never been in the dark before, but this isn't my not natural environment yeah. mm-hmm. of being in the dark. Yeah, you've got rubble, you've got danger. So that was weird. Yeah. Well, and think um, about that because you've got electric yeah. wires, you don't know if they're live. You've got broken wood shards, sharp of glass. All, you need to see where you're going, and you need to be able to set. At this point, again, I'm imagining being in your in your shoes. You need to assess possible injuries. And you need to just be able to see. So, yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. So, we, once we got that done, um, you know, everyone's safe and went out there and all. We could hear sirens going off like crazy. Um, and what were they nothing for? Was co- nothing was coming to us. Okay. So, you're hearing sirens. So, this isn't just your, like, city siren your, that goes off in a city, you know, the kind of there's a oh weather warning you know kind of siren these are ambulances no, this, these is, are, this you, is ems okay and they're not coming hear, to, they, they, the gates of the gates of ems had opened up and they were everywhere. doing their day but they weren't coming and, uh, to you <laughs> no no they no we didn't see anybody in our in our area and only emts mm. were or, or you know showed up it was about probably about two hours after the event so you're so, on your own. That's, that's, a, that's a lesson. I refer to it as the event. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, okay. So let me stop you there. Cause I think this is important. What? So I want to just kind of, you know, game this with you because this is where we as preppers all learn. Had there been an injury that needed more than just, you know, a first aid kit. An exhaust fan flies through the air and cuts off somebody's leg. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you if you were um somebody was injured, you would have had to wait for two hours at least. And that's right. bleeding out. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a former EMT, so You you, you know, have the training, right? You know, that's you know, I, I I can do some basic first aid, but here's the thing is all my first aid stuff was in the house. Yeah. I, didn't have any, I didn't have anything in the car yet. You know, you know, it, it, everything's like Glenn, you say everything's a system. Yep. And it's part of it's part of the system, and that's just one part of the system I haven't in, implemented yet. Yeah. And so, and everything was in my room, which took the brunt of this whole th- yeah. this whole thing. Um, but luckily, everybody, luckily, like I said, nobody really needed any major attention thankfully for that but had we been had someone been injured badly for two hours well i mean in the scheme of things two hours because you you know you hear you know from katrina people on you know on the roofs for for days and stuff Mm -hmm. like that there and all and their addicts you know two two hours is still an eternity yeah Mm -hmm. and this is this is why i i stress to to my friends and you know my own kid, my kids. You need to be somewhat prepared of something for ba- basic stuff because for the first bit, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you, know, you guys have pointed out many a times that we are our own first responders, and this was a classic case of that. Very good. So I'm going to stop you right there because we're about. Okay. It's and I'm going to just uh, let some folks know about some of our great sponsors. Yes. Um, love them. Okay. Um, give a quick shout out to Numana Foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, Numana Foods. They specialize in uh, bulk freeze dried food. We're not talking about single serving, going backpacking kind of stuff. We're talking about putting away a whole bunch of freeze dried. Deep preps your anchor. Deep oh, preps geez. of freeze dried food. Yep. Hang. Yeah. And you can find them at our website, prepping 2 zerocom Click on friends and affiliates. Click through there. Use the coupon code prep p-r-e-p lowercase get 10 percent off your order other great folks and i am enjoying them mm-hmm. right now minutemen coffee and by enjoying and she means satiating her addiction yes exactly and i'm not ashamed it's not no, illegal to no, do this so no. uh, to drink coffee at all uh so I encourage you to check them out same thing they're at our website use the coupon code i miss america at checkout and you'll get 15 percent off also they're going to be at the panhandle yeah. preparedness expo here in a few days which will be Starting great up and there is a special i miss america blend of minutemen coffee and only they brew it or roast and it. only they roast it you know because that's kind of like what we brag about well actually we don't because nobody knows who we are except people at football games who hear our voice on a friday night <laughs> We have our own coffee, Dag Nabbit. There you go. Sorry about the strong language there for there our you radio go. So listeners. So one more of our great uh, sponsors, EMP Shield. Mm-hmm. So what, tell us about them. You can say they're the the science better than I. The bomb diggity that they are. <laughs> yes, um, they have a device they've developed that is basically a amped up, pun intended, um, surge protector, and within a few trillionths of a second which I didn't even know you could measure that, but okay. That's like my attention span. A few trillions of a second, it will shut off the electricity, the overload from the from the waves, the electromagnetic pulse, either from a nuclear device or a coronal mass ejection. Well said. Thank you. Oh, the tables have turned nice. on that, I see. <laughs> and, uh, and it works. Um, the military's bought a bunch of them. Homeland Security's bought a bunch of them. They've been tested with labs. You truly don't know if it's going to work unless there's a nuclear detonation over the country. And that's kind of a high price to pay to say, yep, our product works. Yeah. So um, every available measure out there says that this this stuff works. And if you use our coupon code, which is prepping 2.0, you have $50 off a device. The devices are about 300 bucks. So $50 off is a significant savings. We love these guys, patriots, good folks. Thus endeth our sponsorship messages. And back to Nick. So Nick, are you still with us there? Yes. Awesome. So we've, we've kind of, we're kind of walking through this. So, um, and kind of one of the points I wanted to make, I, I first of all, I think you know this, um, but I'm going to say it just in case anyone's missed the point. Very blessed and very lucky that nobody in your that your immediate neighborhood there had a serious injury. Yes, banged up, you know, bumps and bruises, but nobody had yeah. 
any serious injuries. <clears throat> Praise the it's Lord. It's always amazing to me when yes. tornadoes hit that, that people aren't just slaughtered. I mean, I'm so happy about it, but it's absolutely because yeah. we've never been through it. You know, we lived in the Northwest mm-hmm. and now we live in the Rocky Mountains. Not a lot of tornadoes here. Okay, so now it's dark. Dark. You're, you're all standing around in your slippers. It's dark. Can't it's, see anything. Well, Littered with debris. Sirens. There's possible electrical live wires. There's, um, I'm looking back at my notes here, probably some propane issues. Uh, unsafe, sharp things. All right, so let's go get a hotel, right? Right. Uh, right. You would think that would be the next case. Right. Yeah. What um, happened next? But by the time everything calmed down, um, it's... Now about tenish or so around the journal. It's dark. It's 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 really dark now, and because of all the debris from every, from everything, you know. Um, all we have. I have three cars. One's mine. Two are my parents. Um, well, my dad's. Um, so they're all operable. They all have some various degree of sort of some sort of damage done mm-hmm, to them. Exactly. Whether main thing was every one of them had a broken window. But there's also kinds, all kinds of debris all over the place. There's wires every place, and like when you know, of course, everybody goes to Facebook. Um, that shit doesn't you know. that. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there, huh. folks. In the middle of your SHTF, we may not be able to be friends if the first place you go is Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. but. <laughs> No. Well, Go ahead. What were you saying? The only the only reason I did was because um, my phone was going crazy mm-hmm. with everyone. Because like everybody, now it's it's now it's the news. We made the news, and you know, I don't think in a good way, but we we made the news, um, and everyone's blowing up my phone. So it's it's hard to respond to to. The inundation of information, you know, are, are people trying to contact you? You know, I'm sure you guys get that all the time. You know, you get, you know, a zillion like emails like in a minute. <clears throat> right. So, 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 so just to kind of like put out a, like a little statement, hey, look, we're safe, we're kind of fine, whatever, you know, whatever, there and all. Um, it was in the middle, it was a couple hours or so after the event. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, why aren't you going to the hotel? I'm like, well, here's the, here's the reason why. Yes, it would make sense to go to a hotel. Um, the insurance company, I contacted the insurance company. They were like my third phone call. Um, and they would have set that up right then and there. But really didn't have a way of getting out securely. Right. That's the, the thing. The, yeah. Go ahead. The, well, the, road, the roads are all, the roads leading into me. Is all have down trees, down wires all over the place. Like they, traffic was stopped. I mean, right. there's a there's a public transportation bus that goes by our 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 road on our road. They rerouted that. You know, um, the closest way to walk out was it's probably a good fifteen minute walk, if that. But with my dad's mobility issues, can't do in it in the dark. You know, with the brio around, not really a good thing for me to move him. So, so, so I'm, I'm going to stop so you. We got we got to stop, stop you, right the there. The hard break for commercials. It's the hard okay. break for so folks, don't go away. We're going to find out what Nick did during that night when there's nowhere to go and there's nothing but danger around. And the lessons learned. Yes. More of prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. 
Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. <laughs> coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Bold, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet. Prepper.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. New mana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of the Prepping 2.0 show where we have a guest, Nick. But before we get back to his story about being stuck in a hurricane and the lessons he learned, I wanted to mention some of our other sponsors. These are great people that make this show possible with great products. We know because we've used all these products. Katie Armor, C-A-T-I, come and take it armor. They make steel plate uh, body armor. Um, They're at katiearmor.com. And if you use a coupon code grant, you get 10% off. Jared Savick, our awesome realtor in in Kalispell, Montana. He can do Kalispell. He can do Western Montana. He can do all of Montana. You guys have heard a million times how we love Montana. Consider it. There are other great states out there, too. But if you're looking at Montana, Jared Savick is your guy. And he's at Seize the Day MT, as in Montana. Seize the Day MT. Dot com. Let him know you, you, that, yeah. that we sent you there. He's uh, he's received a lot of calls from Prepping 2.0 listeners. Yeah, and he let us know that after the Gavin Newsom... Yeah, uh, the, when, when the, he wasn't, Gavin Newsom wasn't recalled, which right? Which he should have been. Uh, that his, uh, Jared said his phone was blowing up with Californians saying, okay, We're done. we thought we could win this election and our state wouldn't go down the toilet. Now it's clear... 68% for retaining Gavin Newsom. It's clear that our state is going down the toilet. We're getting out. In fact, one of the people who called Jared said, I'm moving my company like now. So anyway, we digress. Um, we also want to tell you about Backwoods Home Magazine. It arrived yesterday. We love it. I'm Quarterly so Magazine. Uh, it's it's all, all the stuff you need to know. Six off is the discount code, the number six OFF. We have Lizzie McDaniel. Speaking of great realtors, we've got kind of the two sides of the country sandwiched with great realtors. Lizzie is in Tennessee. Tennessee is a magnificent state to relocate to for a variety of reasons. She was on a VBS video bonus show for Patreons at the $5 and up level and explained exactly why Tennessee is a great place. She's one of us, much like Jared. 
and can really help you relocate. You can find out her contact information on redstate-realtors.com. That's a prepping 2.0 website to help folks move from blue states to red states because we're all in favor of that. Redstate-realtors.com. And now, Trumpet Fanfare, a new sponsor. Love these guys. Product we personally use, My Kind CBD Products. You can find this along with everything else we've talked about at prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates. The very top of prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates page, is My Kind CBD. CBD, you guys, we personally use it. It is a wonder cure. I was very skeptical. I'd heard all this stuff. Oh, wonder cure. And I'm like, yeah, right. For whatever reason, CBD finds inflammation in your body and brings it down. Uh, We've used it, uh, the solve, which is a topical thing. I used the dropper, the tincture stuff. I had a nasty uh, wound, for lack of a better uh, word, after a surgery, and it was in my neck, and it was really bugging me, and I put CBD solve on it. And it greatly reduced the inflammation and made it go away. So my kind CBD, CBD we use. This is in conjunction with our great friends at the radio station KHNC, prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates. Look for the my kind thing. Here's a cool thing about CBD, you guys. Shelby and I are not drug users, and there's no marijuana in this. It's made from hemp, but there's no THC, which is the active ingredient in marijuana that makes people eat Doritos and not want to go to work. Uh, there's none of that. There's none of that in this. So if well, you are like a commercial driving license truck driver and you have a urinalysis test to make sure you're not smoking marijuana, right? It's not going to show a positive right. if you use a CBD product because there's no marijuana in it. And that's really cool. I highly suggest you do what I did, which is you just try it yeah, and see if it works. If it doesn't work, everybody's different, then, then don't buy anymore, right? right? I mean, that's cool. So- Please consider that. My and kind I'm sitting CBD. here thinking I need to send a text to Joel saying, yeah. oh, by the way, grab that and take it. Yeah. He's a little banged up and inflamed this morning. He's yeah. inflamed. He certainly is. Um, so now we will return to our guest, Nick. And Shelby, I believe you have some questions for Nick. Yeah. So, Nick, so we left you at a cliffhanger. We're sitting, we're, we're, we're all pictured. It's like we're reading a, one of our books yeah. or a book that's a cliffhanger. And we're sitting here. You're in the dark. You have, you know, a little double A tiny flashlight, a little tiny guy. You found maybe one or two other flashlights. You have a lot of dangerous things around you. You can't get out. No one can get in. It's dark. And really, that's when it's like that, it's like you're camping. It's not like, it's not like you're going to go pitch in a tent or anything like that. So... What did you do, and what did your neighbors do? What were the, what were some of the choices that were made to do? I mean, because now, what are you going to do? Just sit down and sing "Kumbaya" until the light comes, or what are you going to do? Well, my house got the hit the worst. Um, everyone else had minor damage, so they were all able to stay in their house um, without power, but they were able to stay in their house. So we did is I'm like, I'm like you know, we'll car camp. You know, yep. it's um, it's a shelter. It's our one choice that we have. It's a shelter. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's shelter. It's 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 secure. Everyone's like, well, why don't you take the car and drive it to a hotel? I'm like, well, I one, I don't know the condition of the car. Yeah. Um, specifically, like I knew some basic stuff. Like I knew it was miss, you know, missing a front headlight, a rear tail light, a, a rear window. But like, I don't know anything underneath. Well, and you don't you know, know the con- you don't know the condition of the roads. Yeah. And that was, yeah. yeah, that's another thing too. Is I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be encountering. I don't want to go to pull the vehicle out. And if something happens now to the vehicle. Now I'm like, oh, so we chose my dad's caravan because it's the bigger of the, of the three vehicles. So, you know, it gives us plenty of room in there. Um, so we spend the night. I'm like, and everyone's like up in arms about that. I'm like, it's a night. It's, you know, it's not like, it's not like I'm sleeping, you know. <laughs> I, a minefield I, I, or anything. And see, and it's moments like that where people get kind of judgy, and I'm like, "Are you talking to your family here? They were, they were like, why are we oh, sleeping in a car? Why aren't we like at a yes. Motel Six? Family, friends, and you know, just general people on Facebook, whoever you know, decided to ch- chime in. Um, and I'm like, it's 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 a it's one night, it's a car, you know, it's not not not, not a big deal. Here's a question so, for you, Nick. Here's a question yeah, for you, Nick, and this fascinates me because. This is a topic that recurs throughout my books and I think is going to be a big deal in other SHTF situations. 
and that's leadership. How did you handle it when people are chipping and complaining? And you obviously have the best plan. I mean, we can look back at it now and, and it's pretty obvious you had the best plan. I mean, how did you handle it with people? Did you think of yourself as a leader? And it's like, no, I got to I got to persuade these people that this is the best course of action. I mean, describe the leadership aspect. And you may have never, until I ask you this question, thought of this as a leadership exercise, but it most certainly is. So just tell us about that part of it, because this transfers over into every single SHTF situation. There's always going to be a guy like you who, for a variety of reasons, is is the leader. And you got to have people follow you, especially when the stakes are high. So tell us about the leadership aspects. I didn't even even think about that. All I knew was I had three people mm-hmm. that were counting on me, yep. and that's that's all I was. That's, I'm worried about them and their safety. Could my son walk to and meet a friend? Yes. In fact, he actually got we got my grandson out. You know, he took my grandson up to meet his aunt, and he stayed stayed with his aunt for the night. Um. But my dad. Could I have walked out? Yes. My dad's my, da- my dad's yeah. issue. I know he's got mobility problems. Walking is not going to be pro- is going to be very problematic for him to get to some place where we can actually meet you know meet somebody with a car to take <clears throat> uh, you know you know spend the night. So I'm like, this is this is what we're doing. And yeah. I looked at him. He's like, okay. He just this is all on you. This is you. We got this. Like, okay. So at that so, point, no one else yeah. is, that's where the, the leadership comes in. At that point, if you two have formulated that plan, and luckily, in my mind, I don't know your dad from anybody, most people that are older like that get it. He's, yeah. He has lived in, a, in an era of this country where camping on the ground with a burlap sack was fun. <laughs> so sleeping in a caravan is kind of a luxury. You know what I mean? It's He's from a different era and has a different set of, like, strength to him so if you two agree on that that's all that matters my mysterious question is and this is you may not have thought of that this either you have neighbors that have homes that are standing they don't have electricity had i been there and and had a neighbor like you i would have said grab a blanket and come sleep on our floor or something i'm it's where the that's that neighbors not helping neighbors when in that situation, is did would did that discussion ever come up? It did. They, um, the one neighbor uh, down the she's like, well, can you guys can stay with us, but you know, blah blah blah, and all. I'm like, I'm like that. It was, it was a, the whole experience was problematic so, for my dad, is it? and I didn't want to yeah. expose him yeah. to any more stimulus. You know, yep. diff- you know, different environment and stuff like that and all. So, and by the way, the this car, isn't this is yeah. in the middle of COVID. This is in the middle of the summer of 2020. So there's still kind of COVID concerns going around. No, too. Just 2021. Yep. Just, oh, okay. just past, just past July. Oh, so this is. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Yes. There you go. Still concerns yeah. though. Yes. So you know, we still got you know got the Delta right now thing. We're, yeah. You know, running rampant and all. Um. You know, like my one neighbor, like we we talk because we. We have some feral cats that we, between the two of us, we kind of look after. Um, great for keeping down the mouse, mouse population. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, and you know, so like you know, I'm like, I'm like, no, I mean, because like they they have a, they have a one bedroom house, mm-hmm. so you know, it would be very tight with the three of us. And I know it would have been one night, but still, yeah, you know, the, 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 I just figured the car was the 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 best situation so we stayed in the night in the car no big deal um well and then sanitation is an issue though yeah oh yeah yeah, that comes up you know (laughs) yeah so yeah tell us about that because because i'm um i have your because you sent us an email about this i have it in front of me yeah you didn't see really any sort of true help like from friends or some people coming from the outside for for a few days so yeah tell us about sanitation all right. Well, sanitation. Okay. Well, we're, we're, for the night, I mean, we do deal. Biggest thing is going obviously to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and um, so we just set up an area. I'm like, okay, this is what we, this is what we're going to, you know, do do what we need to do. Right. Um, and that's then 
and that's what we did. Um, next morning we got up, uh, surveying the damage now. It was a long night. I mean, uh, you know, sleeping in the car is not ideal, but you know, like I said, it's everything. But got to survey the survey the damage. Now I can actually see mm-hmm. the you know quarter of my roof missing. Right. That the blown blown exterior wall that was separated my bedroom from the outside world mm-hmm. is obliterated, and, and the whole mess that's laying between my home and my my neighbor's home. Um, we were getting this. Did a quick, you know, that night actually I did a quick survey of the house, make sure there was nothing major else in the house. Mm-hmm. And then there's, and we have a sunroom, and the TV, the room looked okay, but the TV looked skewed for some odd reason. I didn't didn't realize it till the next morning. There's a two and a half foot, eight inch branch that came piercing through the side of the house, which knocked an entertainment center, you know, loose, mm-hmm. you know, and, and went there. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, whenever you have a tornado, the, the, the forces <clears throat> of physics are oh. crazy. So I'm going to go kind of back to the timeline. So I'm looking at the notes here. You were right. for the first few, cause this happened on a Thursday. So there was some scrounging for clothes. Yes. The, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about that. We were uh, so like I was able to get my dad clothes and my son's clothes out because their rooms were basically untouched. Just had to get through some of the debris to get through, you know, through the living room to get to to the rooms. My room, like I said, took the brunt of everything. Um, So yeah, your clothes are in the next county. Yeah, (laughs) my my clothes are in in my dresser, which is a bit obliterated because, well. There right. were some things in there that needed to be saved prior to anything else happening for that day. We won't mention what those are, but you well, guys yeah. can probably figure those out. Firearms. Oh, uh, yes, firearms. Yes. Um, so, I, I made that was my that was my number one mission was get, securing those because mm-hmm. those come up missing all the time in these situations. So, <clears throat> those were secured. So, but um, my closet is where I have a bulk of my clothes. Mm-hmm. So, and mm-hmm. there's all kinds. There's this big honking exhaust fan. My chair, my office chair is, you know, like I can't get the, the door open to the to my bedroom. Right. And much less get to the closet. So, so for a few days, uh, like luckily, just we have Walmart, so I was able to go to there and oh, grab good. some grab some stuff. But for the most part, I was in the same clothes for about three days before I was actually able to secure my some of my own clothes yeah so the pickings are slim oh yeah oh yeah and you're picking underwear out of trees you know like you just said everything goes flying and there's and then there's kind of the awe of wow the power of nature so the other thing i want to talk about because i think um this is really important for everyone to consider um food and food recovery because you're a listener of our show you had been prepping and you had filled your freezer and that I think that story, there's so many aspects to your story, Nick, that we can tell, but I want people to hear this part of this and and what it took because you had filled freezers. So you had some food there, but what happened with that? I'm going to, I'm kind of teasing it, but I want you to kind of fill in kind of what you told us when we were talking about the show. Um, I had uh, secured a second freezer. I had one freezer um, prior to COVID. Um, was able to secure a second one beginning of this year, as a matter of fact, uh, and start filling it. And they were pretty matched out. Uh, the one's a seven cubic deep freeze, and the other one's like a 13 cubic, uh, just to give you guys a size, uh, mm-hmm. upright. <clears throat> and these are were pretty, they were pretty full. And Plus, sh- we had our own house freezer, you know, the regular freezer that was full. And these are not full of just taquitos and you know hot pockets, right? This this is full of meat. No, they're full full of Doritos. Yeah, of Glenn's favorite foods. Because I wanted to make sure when Glenn came here, yeah. Glenn was secured. Oh, I love Doritos. Um, no, <laughs> no, it's filled with uh, fourteen pounds of butter. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know how many ribeyes and chicken and pork chops. 
you know, about, about pounds of meat. Plus, I had a couple turkeys, like, because, mm-hmm. like, you get that, you know, supermarket, you know, like, you spend so much, you get a free turkey. Yeah, get it. And, and like, my work gives us a turkey. So, like, it's That's two good. turkeys. I really, you know, but I'm like, hey, I take it and I put it in the freezer. So meat. I lost yeah. one of those, you know, uh, plus uh, some roasts. You know, so like I said, these were things were packed. They, they weren't filled. With, they weren't filled with um, hot pockets or right. anything like that. No. So, so electricity um, and keeping those cold becomes a problem, and it's very. And yes. We're talking. I mean, as valuable as firearms are, which they are, and you need to secure those. This is also valuable too. So, so what do you do? Well, luckily, um, uh, I had secured a couple of years ago some some low end generators not real powerful but enough to, to do some basic stuff around the house and the one uh it was a, it was a 1800 um running mm-hmm. generator 1800 watch running generator so i was able to uh, get the freezers on those for the first couple days oh good um you know so and my my two best friends in the world chris and sue um they like Here's the one thing that nobody talks about when they talk yeah. about this is that everyone asks for help or everyone asks to help, I should say. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, hey you know, I'm there, I'm there, I'm, I'm there. It becomes so overwhelming because, like, you don't know what to begin. You don't know where to start. Right. Like, mm-hmm. went there and all. My, my friend Sue and Chris, they're like, we're going to be there Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. Put us you to know, work. To yep. help you, help you. We don't, I'm like, but I, like, I, I, I you know, that, that was the conversation. Like, it's happening. Okay. Um, so my first thing was to get out my dry goods and get them out of the house because the house is exposed now. Mm-hmm. So I want to get dry goods out as much as possible, you know, my pastas and stuff right there. Meanwhile, I'm running the generators uh, for the freezers. Um about six hours between the two of them. I, sp- I split the, t- I split the okay. difference between the two of them. The, the, the house fridge, I just wrote off because I couldn't get that moved out. For some reason, that would not pull out from mm-hmm. from the space so I can get back there with a pl- you know, and plug it in. Um, so I wound up giving my friend some of my meat. Good. Uh, you know, I'm like, hey, you're helping me out. And like, he's like, I just went food shopping. I'm like, you're helping me out. You're taking this. <laughs> um... So I was able to probably for about almost a, almost a week after the event be able to keep the generator running and keeping everything solid, keeping everything frozen. Um, we got hit with a, a heat wave in August now, um, and I'm only there now a few hours in a day because mm-hmm. I, I still have to work. I still got to take care of my, my dad. We're at a hotel now. Um, you know, at that to- at that time, so like I'm, you know, you got to split the time. So between the heat wave and wet journal and the downtime between uh, running the generators and wet journal, everything started to thaw out, and yeah. uh, unfortunately, lost. I lost probably about that's three quarters of of what I had stored mm-hmm. in freezers. Yeah. Well, Nick, this is this is a good time to to make a point. And this is something that Shelby and I do not do an awesome job at. So this is not one of those high on a mountain things, telling other people to do stuff and how easy it is and it's hard for us. This seems to be the classic example, the description of your freezers, why it's best not to have all your eggs in one basket, maybe have some stuff at alternate locations. Now, the tricky part of that is having an alternate location, right? It's not like... You just, you know, you have like seven summer mansions or whatever because you're a Hollywood star, right? And so I think this is a good point to say if it's possible, if it can be done, having eggs in other baskets makes sense. But nobody can fault you for having all the the frozen meat and all the dry goods. And and, the generators. And the generators. I mean, here's a question. I just thought of this. Um, Were your neighbors similarly prepared with say generators and all this other stuff or were you kind of the the one that was out there i mean there was like one generator running and it was yours i mean were you more prepared because my theory is that listeners to this show 
are in the 90th percentile at least of preparedness, probably closer to the 95th percentile. Tell me about that. I mean, the relative preparedness level of those around you. Um, no, I'm the only one that had a generator uh, of any sort. Um, yep. And, and, you know, so, but my next door neighbor, she's now at a hotel, so she wasn't staying right. there, so she didn't have to worry about anything. Uh, the, so, the neighbors two doors down from me, they were, they were fine. They, you know, then, you know, whatever. And then the other two neighbors, they, uh, left, they went to stay some, somewhere yeah. else too for, for, you know, for, for a few days. So, well, and, and a, a lot of what, uh, this is my guess, and we only have a couple minutes here. They left because it was getting somewhat uncomfortable because there's no electricity. I'm assuming for a, quite a few days. Yeah. We didn't have electricity for about. Uh, I think Sunday is when it came on. Mm-hmm. Sat- late Saturday or Sunday or Monday, even I think it was so, even put back on. Yeah. So along the Atlantic coast at the end of July. Right. In summer, it's gonna yeah. yeah it's a little toasty. A little, a little toasty. Humid. Yeah, the air conditioning is not coming on. So if you're not a prepper, you're getting uncomfortable. So people are gonna leave. It's hard to lean on neighbors when they leave like this. So. And if I may add to the point about people leaving. One of the advantages you guys had, believe mm-hmm. it or not, yeah. in this terrible situation is this was a relatively localized event. This affected, you know, I'm guessing dozens or a couple hundred people or something like that. And so there were places to go. And just think, though, listeners, just think if this tornado was basically happening across the country, there would be no place to go. There would be no hotels. There would be no Walmart. So this this was a, a taste of things to come in a controlled setting. So, and, and let me add to that, to when you think of some of the more devastating sort of storms, the Katrina's where everyone is leaving yeah. and overwhelming the, you know, the hotels that are just outside the kind of the, the ground zero area. Yeah. It's not easy to leave. And in your situation, I think it was practical to stay, but, uh, but like you said, you have to go to work. You have, you know, life still does carry on a little bit. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. So we have about 45 seconds. So we're going to take this into the after show and continue to kind of press on Nick a little bit and find out lessons learned. Lessons learned, yeah. And I'm learning just as we kind of talk through the story, lessons learned. Um, for those of us who are preppers, I, I, and I'm going to say this to you, Nick, and then I'm going to toot your horn for you. You, from what I know about you, you've been a prepper now for a few years. You had a few things going for you, but because of that, you were that much better off in those initial moments, um, more so than your neighbors were. And good on you. So even a few preps, getting yep. a few things going, got like you. Like we the, always say, it got you in the right direction. So, folks, this is a great example. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.